0: Chapter 22 is actually a fairly short chapter. You can go through it if you want to in detail, but we've covered a lot of this in other chapters. And I'm going to go through chapter 22 and just highlight the high points that I think I want you to know. Uh, We should know there are two environmental protection agencies we have to be concerned with. One is there is this EPA, okay, environmental protection agency, that's a federal agency, and that Illinois has one too, the Illinois Environmental Protection Agency so Illinois does have its own agency. Uh, And all that requires is that sellers of property must make full disclosure of any environmental impact that their property has and they have knowledge of. Um, We talk about various hazardous substances covered by the EPA. One is asbestos, (coughs) lead-based paint, houses built prior to 1978, uh, radon, This uh, this insulation, uh, the certain insulation that we no longer uh, use—that's with this foam insulation that used to get sprayed in. Mold is uh, also considered a hazardous substance, and this is kind of where it shows. If you can read this through, we have uh, at the bottom of the screen we have radon that's coming up through the, the, the rock below our house into the basement of the house, typically. That's why radon, you don't really have to worry of anything about radon if you're anywhere above three stories. So if you live in a condo three stories above, you're not going to have any radon worries. Uh, What other environmental? Well, we've got uh, carbon monoxide that might be coming in from a leaky uh, uh, hot water heater. We might have uh, asbestos in asbestos ceiling tiles uh, or on our roof, asbestos roofing tiles that we might be using. There used to be asbestos used in those that might create a problem in older houses. And uh, you've got your, uh, perhaps, mold that might be in a house as a result of uh, maybe a, a leak somewhere in the, uh, the foundation of the house or on the side of the house somewhere that's leaking behind the, the walls. Mold comes from uh, uh, water and from standing water and uh, that's usually where it starts and so you have to investigate for any mold in the house. Uh, Lead-based paint, if this house was built prior to 1978 then we have a lead-based paint uh, disclosure that we have to make to anyone whether it's a person that's buying the property or anyone who's leasing the property so one of the first things you want to do as a real estate salesperson is find out when that house was built. Our lead-based paint uh, what we have to disclose to prospective tenants or prospective purchasers is before they sign a sales contract or sign a lease, we have to give them a pamphlet, lead hazard pamphlet, and we also have to give them a disclosure statement uh, to any buyers or tenants. And we have to keep any records, because we're going to keep a copy of this lead hazard pamphlet, or I'm sorry, the lead hazard uh, uh, statement that we give, uh, we have to keep that for three years. And notice with lead paste paint disclosure, the agent signs as well as the sellers and buyers. Uh, so this is a real important obligation of ours uh, as agents. We can't pass that on. Uh, Radon, uh, if we're in a radon area, before the seller signs a contract, we have to give them a a guideline, a pamphlet, we have to disclose a pamphlet. And particularly if houses have been found to have radon, then from then forward, every subsequent buyer has to be given this disclosure that at one time they found radon, and then they also have to be given the pamphlet that goes with it. Uh, A lot of individuals with uh, radon, if there's a property that's had radon in the past, we'll just include those with the listing sheets so buyers pick them up as they're going through the property so they get this notification before they sign their contract. Again, keep the records for three years. Agent also signs. Uh, Mold. There aren't really any federal regulations. Uh, Sellers only really have to disclose mold if they know of mold. Uh, if buyers suspect mold, they can certainly have a testing company at their expense come out and uh, and make a mold test. Uh, not uh, required for the seller to do that. Now, uh, Your sellers sign that. Don't you, as a real estate agent, help them sign that? They do that on their own without your help. If they want someone to help them answer those questions, uh, that's something they ought to talk with about with their attorney. Uh, some other... Uh, environmental concerns don't think that they're particularly important for you but you might want to know There's, we have laws for underground storage tanks these are for commercial properties that have had uh, some kinds of tanks down there that have had uh, some kind of chemicals in them Uh, think in terms of uh, all the uh, vacant Uh, old abandoned um, gas stations that certainly have these storage tanks underneath them to store all of the fuel oil, the fuel that they've held. held. Um, If uh, we are by a disposal site, a landfill site, uh, we have to uh, make... Uh, knowledge of that to potential purchasers because of the leakage that might take place under those uh, uh, landfill sites that might be leaking uh, environmentally contaminated water into our properties under our our land. Uh, Brownfields are the opposite of greenfields. Brownfields are typically abandoned industrial sites that need to be cleaned up before anyone purchases them. Uh, Your liability as a licensee is become familiar with all of the common environmental problems in your area. Uh, Kind of look for signs of contamination, particularly if you're a commercial uh, broker. Uh, Advise for testing if you're not sure. Don't ever make a statement that something is or isn't uh, non-contaminated. Don't give advice on environmental issues. Uh, Use all the disclosure forms that you're to be using. And now turn to the quizzes for Chapter 22 and complete them.